the good influence. Yeah. We, are, we are live. <laughs> True <laughs> reviews and interviews, man. Uh, this is a new show I'm starting. Uh, just to let everybody know, uh, I have a big passion for uh, entertainment, movies, TV shows, music, uh, basic products, and just comedy shows, everything. And I wanted to get something going like I've done on my, for those who follow me on IG with True Reviews, uh, just a, a, an actual platform to start doing these and doing some interviews on my own and uh, digging deeper into stories and try to like the the points from the viewer kind of thing because I'm just so uh, interested and intrigued in all that shit. So today I got my good friend and the star of an upcoming movie, Dirty Dog, Katie M. Kane. What's up, bro? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good to be here. Thank you for having me on this new podcast venture, True Reviews. Yeah, Good man. to be here. It's great. Like, uh... We've spread the word quite a bit um, about a movie that um, I got to help you get to. It was yeah. a spur of the moment decision at the, what was it, tail end of 2020? Yeah, October. it was the end of October 2020, man. Yeah. So you got a script that year, right? Yeah, Ryan Craig sent me the script in like July, I think. As I moved out here in March and I, I bugged him immediately like, bro, we got to do a movie. I'm out here. And then July, he sent me the script, and then... Oh, so you just had August, September, and part of October. Yeah, like yeah. three three months to cast and coordinate and get everyone together, and that was, like, the real hard part, and the game of it is to yeah. get that many people to read out loud, send it to Ryan, and get him to say yes, get them to say yes, and then book everyone's rooms, and I don't know, dude, it's a... Uh, I... I call myself a writer and an actor and an artist, but fuck, dude, I'm a goddamn producer too, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that shit was hard. I got to hard. visually see you doing a lot of that. A lot of that. Just there's a lot that goes into making movies. And, Hell yeah! And I remember when I got when I got home from that experience, telling my wife like the first movie we were watching together. I was explaining to her, I was like, man, I understand some of the camera angles and transitions and why they do some of these things now, just from that little short lived experience. And it was. Really cool and very special to me as a movie lover. I've been a movie buff for a long, long time since a child. And so being a part of one, so spur of the moment, getting a fucking partisan extra in it, getting the opportunity to chime in and have a scene added um, that included my extra part and then um, to add some comedic value in the scene. And I had a song in the in the movie and... Um, also got to do some sound one day, which was cool. I got to, I got a whole lot of experience that weekend. Oh, dude, I appreciate you so much. Just, you know, cause dude, it is like, I really, I got in a car wreck like two weeks before we were shooting and I was, my ribs fucking hurt, yeah. dude. Like I was like actually injured and I was trying to figure out how I was going to get there. And like, TJ, can you bring me out there for the weekend, man? Like you've been helping me. Cause you did, you helped me practice dying. There's yeah. a scene where I, I'm dying at the end and all that shit. Oh shit! Um, this is Ryan Craig right oh, here. Oh, the writer. This director. is the director right here. Ryan Craig, are you with us? Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I, I had my Wi-Fi on, I think, and now I have Wi-Fi calling. So hopefully this helps, man. Maybe it was my phone that was fucking up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Ryan, it's TJ. What's up? How you been, man? How you been? I've been good. We're actually we're actually on the show right now, if that's cool. Um, man, I just thought, what better way? I wanted to interview Kane about 
Dirty Dog and get the promotion going. And I was like, man, we should see if we can get Ryan on the phone and uh, get his perspective on why he made this movie in the first place. Who better to tell people why to watch the movie than the man who made it himself, right? Yeah. And uh, promotions, every other time I've done promotions have been have been promotions. But this time around, it's a interesting story. So it's like, what are we promoting at this point? Are we promoting something that we're going to get to see or are we promoting something that we're going to have to fight for people to see? Exactly. You know, so that's, it's interesting this time around. Yeah. It's already an experience for people. <laughs> yeah. And can you elaborate and, a little bit further about that fight going on now, Ryan? Craig? Yeah, I, I can. Um, we put together a 30 minute short film. It's called dirty dog. It's a, uh, Native American written, directed, produced, majority of the cast. Um, and we don't, we as Native people, it's not like we're trying to exclude anybody, but that's kind of something that we take pride in, you know, being Native filmmakers means something to us. So it was all put together on the reservation here in Yakima. And, um, and everything was, was great. Uh, editing took a lot longer than we hoped, but, you know, we got through it. And that's part of the challenges of being. 100% independent. But when it came time for the movie to be released, um, our tribe's casino, the Legends Casino, um, made it clear in writing through the Office of Legal Counsel that they did not want our tribe's casino to be part of any of the movie. And in retrospect, we should have realized, okay, hey, we're talking about a multi-million dollar corporation here not uh, a store owned by one person who we can just say, hey, is it cool if you use this store? Yeah. And so in, in, in retrospect, we, we realize now we didn't go through the proper channels. But we put thousands of dollars, um, thousands of hours, and a whole lot of uh, heart, soul into this to say scrap the whole project. And so what we're doing now is, is we're writing back and we're asking, what is it that we need to do for you to not plan to sue us? Because we received a cease and desist letter. And, you know, being an independent filmmaker, it's not about money. It's yeah. not about stepping on anybody's toes. It's not about making any corporation or any entity look bad. It's about getting our story out there. Yeah. yeah. And so, and this is all by error. This is all by mistake. I had everything in line to be on Amazon Prime. I had everything lined up. I received the cease and desist. I say, okay, let's work. Let's work with them. Let's not say, hey, let's fight. No, let's say, okay, what do we need to do to make this work? So I changed the date of a release date from December of 2021 to December of 2022. Mm-hmm. I did that to say, okay, change that release date. It gives us a year. Then I received messages saying, hey, I saw your movie. I really loved it. That was awesome. And I've been living my life. You know, we all work. We're all busy. We all have families. And so I'm just waiting to hear back from whoever the, the people are in charge to say, hey, come to the table and we'll talk about what you need to do to release your film. If, if, if they're even going to stop with the cease and desist, because we've got other things we're thinking of as far as making it a public domain thing, making it something where we're going to let them know we're not going to make any money, just different options, because we just really want the story out there. But 
that comes out, and so a handful of people were able to see it, and so the buzz is is, is already being created uh, organically, if you will, yeah. not through paying any internet company, not through any of that, just by word of mouth from the story getting out about, hey, there's a movie that you guys were told that you're in trouble for, and and that's in quotes, in trouble for, because I don't feel like I ever did anything wrong. No. I just feel like it's a misunderstanding. Absolutely. Yep. And that's where we are. But for folks who are wondering about the movie, um, it's fictional, but it's based off of things that are happening in reality, similar to Law and Order, similar to CSI, similar to things like that. But it's told from our perspective, my perspective as the writer, Kane's perspective as an actor and somebody who has input, TJ's perspective as a guy who's a friend and a partner to us as Native artists, he even had input. He, you really did, TJ. And so it was like, um, it's it's not reality-based, but when you watch it, you're going to feel like we brought you to the Yakima Reservation to, to share a story with you. And it, it feels like you're there. That's what I got from it as I got to watch the, the final edit. Absolutely. Yeah, Ryan, because I, I got to help Kane with the final editing process. And so I, I've seen the movie a good dozen times probably now. And I kept telling Kane, I was like, there's just, everybody has such a relatable aspect to them. Like somebody's going to relate to every character and it's beautiful. I don't even know how to, it's hard to even say Katie Kane is the star. Cause sometimes you're like, he's the star to me right now, but this, you know, Alize is going to be the star to somebody else. Hannah's going to be the star to somebody. Mike's going to be this. Oh like it's, God. it's a, it's a special movie. I think it's, I think it's so well done, and I love that you're fighting for it. And I'm, I love that you took the call to uh, explain it to the people because the buzz is going, and we want to, we want them to fight for it too because they want, they want that message told too. I think, I think being independent, <clears throat> this is something where you're going to have to be ready to accept this. Independent filmmakers, independent musicians, independent artists, understand you're going to get to a certain level where somebody's going to stop you and, t and tell you, hey, you can't do that. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Even though we had been doing this exact same process, not, you're telling me that, that the process that we did it is wrong or illegal or that you have to go through proper channels. And I'll be willing to accept that. But you waited until it got to a certain point, I think, to then tell me. Because it was never a secret we were making films. It was never a secret that we were artists. And we're 100% independent, meaning we have um, sponsors who are um, just local business owners, tribal members who believe in our vision and believe in our art. But we never accepted grant money from anybody. Well, actually, well, I think it's for the next project. We did accept a $2,000 grant from uh, out of Southern California, but that's for the next project. Yeah. But my, my point is that my point is that be, not, not, not necessarily to be careful, but just understand that this could be coming. Whether it be a painting that you do that could be uh, your rendition of one of your chiefs from the 1800s or before, whether it be a T-shirt design that you make that somebody's going to say, hey, that's copyrighted printing. But what we're saying is, is me and Kane call, call, call each other, call ourselves Indians. Our, our parents... Our grandparents, we were Indians. We'll always be Indians. You know, we don't say Native American to each other, but we say Natives. But my point is, is that what laws are you telling me about? I'm not trying to get to Hollywood. I'm not trying to get to 
New York City or Sundance, wherever that's at, in Colorado or Utah. I'm not trying to get there. I'm trying to reach my people to say that was the, that was one of the realest movies I ever seen. The acting at times is is, is is somebody might say bad, somebody might say amateur, but God damn it, it's the realest acting and it's the realest shit that we could ever give you. And that that's how I feel. And, and and people that see it who are from our communities, whether that be Lapway, whether that be Yakima whether that be Pendleton, whether that be Warm Springs, and you can even go further into the Navajo territories. You could go further east in the Iroquois territories. You could go up north to our Canadian First Nations peoples. They're going to they're gonna relate. They're going to feel it. They're going to know it was written, acted, directed, planned, and put out by our people. So that's what I love about doing it. Well, yeah, man. Same, bro. Same. I, uh, I have to echo that sentiment of I don't want to go make movies in Hollywood, man. You know what I mean? I if the opportunity were there, but but as far as seeking acceptance, seeking, um, seeking, hey, you guys are good, we accept you now. Oh hell no! Nah. We've got so many scenes, we've got so many, so much dialogue that if somebody were somebody else were in charge, would have told us you can't do that. You, we, we, you guys know that. TJ, you know that they would have said certain parts. No, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't go by that. Yeah. So. Do what the fuck we want, man. Yeah, no, and just Tell from, shit. Yeah, from the outsider, especially in the beginning, I was, even when I met Kane, you know, I was like, uh, I thought, I thought you had to go Hollywood to do this shit. Like, I had watched independent films, but I, I never realized or ever even visually thought that it would could just be somebody in the small community somewhere doing it that way. I always figured it was still somebody that from Hollywood that decided to pay for it themselves one day. And when I got to meet Kane and hear about this and I watched uh, your previous film you guys did together, You Love Who You Love, I was just, I was blown. And that was an 11-minute film? Yeah. And I was like, how, how fucking cool is this? And hearing this whole process and I, I got to uh, be a part of a lot of it from damn near beginning to end with Kane. And I, I'm just, I'm just impressed and I'm telling people about it all the time. Uh, no bias involved. I mean, I can't say none, I guess, cause I got to be a part of it, but it's like the experience and the message is so cool. And I love that it, I love that you already have multiple projects in the works fought to follow up that you have multiples before and I, we're rooting for you, Ryan. Like, seriously. Yes, friend. Yes. The, the process of it all is beautiful because we come from communities with high suicide rates, high addiction rates, um, high rates of overdose, of all ages with low self-esteem. And so the process of it all, it gives us purpose. It gives us motivation. It gives us reasons to live. And, and I might, when I, as I say this, those who might not be into this, this field, theater, acting, art, might be saying, oh, quit, man. You're taking it too far. No, I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. It gives us purpose in life. It yeah. gives us reason to live. Art so saves. If certain, if certain entities believe that we were uh, uh, compromising their, their brand, that was never the intent. Our intent is to take your brand and say, this is a beautiful place where we're from, but this is a story of where we're from. And if you if you work with us, we're going to tell you we've got stories of beautiful people. We've got stories of people with struggles. We've got stories of 
all walks of life of our reservation. This was never a, a smut film. This was never to glorify prostitution or any of those things. This is a story of things that we see going on that we wanted to tell to uplift people. Absolutely. And how would you how would you describe the film to somebody who uh, who was like, uh, hey, I, I heard you got a movie. What's it about? What would you tell them? Because I, I give my own uh, spiel to people, but I'd, I'd love to hear what yours is. Okay. Hip-hop is big in the reservation communities. We all grew up loving uh, people my age, 1990s rap, from East Coast to West Coast to uh, Central to, to the Midwest. We loved it. We lived off of it. We imitated it. And so as time went on into the 2000s, we wanted to tell our stories through hip-hop, through rap. Well, in certain communities like ours, jobs might be scarce. Um, wanting to have certain jobs might not be a guy's option. So this character, Dirty Dog, he sees his option as solicitating and setting up dates with women with men. He doesn't consider himself a pimp, but that's what he does because he's kind of using the system as he sees others use and abuse the system. He's an aspiring musician who nobody takes serious because he doesn't have anywhere to record. But once he gets a little bit of money, uh, he gets his chance to make his music. He wants to get out of this game that he's in, and things start to unfold and transpire to where you just have to watch the movie to know what happens. You're going to get a perspective from this hustler, if you want to call him that, or you could call him an entrepreneur, or... You could call him just a guy who's trying to survive, who's also wanting to be a musician. You see the perspective from the young ladies who are beautiful Native American actors, and you get to see the human side for them. And then you get to see the side of the story of the journalist who's just trying to find out what's going on. He's, he's, uh, he's doing the research, and he travels there. But they all have their own story. Yeah, uh, deep, deep writing, man. Character yeah. development, too, man. That's the part I like about it. And like TJ was saying, somebody's going to relate to a character. Everybody, Each character has someone that's going to relate to him. And uh, depth, like uh, it doesn't really seem like anything super basic. And there's still, it still allows for questions to be asked. Like, wait, why was it like this? And so then it'll many, make you want to yeah. watch it again. You yeah. know what I mean? And so watch it again questions. and then maybe do a prequel, maybe do a sequel. You know what I mean? Like it's it's deep and I like that shit, dude. There was a time I referred to Dirty Dog as an anti-hero because that's how I saw him one time watching it. And I was like, is he? And then as, as Ryan's describing the, the, the plot, essentially, I'm like, is it about a guy who ran out of options or is it about a guy who discovered he has options? It's like there's so many ways to look at it. Yeah. I, I, hey, TJ, that's for you to decide. Right. I am not here to say who's right, who's wrong. I'm only here to try to offer um, glimpses into certain ways of life. Now, they might be based on reality, but Dirty Dog isn't one specific person. It's just your way to see different scenarios that we all find ourselves in. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, I think you're doing beautiful yeah. work, Ryan. You're doing hard work, too. And I I got to tell you, it's just been a pleasure to know you um, as, as, as long as I've gotten to now. Um, you're... You're a genuine guy, and uh, I learned a lot from you specifically over that weekend, and you didn't let it die there. You continued to reach out, and it was it was very cool because 
I was just a driver that weekend <laughs> and and I feel like I, I made friends and it was it was cool. Well, when you believe in your art, when you believe in yourself, there's nothing that can stop you. Um, somebody somebody who I talked to about, I said, hey, what did you think of the movie? And it's been about, I'd say, five different people. The word that they use is raw, yeah. R-A-W, and that just kind of became my identity as a writer, as a filmmaker, as a director. Like, that's just the way we wanted to do things was raw. It might not feel good as you're doing it. Uh, you might say to yourself, what are we even doing while the process is happening? But so far in the end, we've got products that have been able to... Uh, uh, move people and move myself, you know? Yeah. So I want to keep going in that direction. And I think that's a perfect word to describe it and your work raw. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, I got to get back down to this uh, event I'm at, but I appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to me. Oh yeah, oh, yeah man. Thanks Thank for you. calling us back, bro. Thanks for taking the time to, to give us the spiel too, man. Means a lot. Hey, we're going to have updates as well as far as uh, getting an official release, but uh, we're going to have a trailer now that's going to be uh, out there for people to see. And thank you, TJ, for that work you've done on those trailers. Oh, it's gotten better every time, so appreciate your help. Oh, yeah. It's my pleasure. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. All right, man. Later, Ryan Craig. All right, bye. Dope. Dope. I'm glad he called in when he did. Yeah. And that, yeah, I don't have to answer those questions. Yeah, and he, which is cool. Yeah, it was nice to hear from him. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I was hoping, like, because because it's a rough ride, and and it's a shame that if people weren't to know that that piece of it, just like everything that he and everybody's going through, because it's alone the hard work and coordination y'all put in the first place to make it happen, it doesn't stop there, and it didn't, and mm -hmm. it's like, and they're trying to fucking stop it from happening, and I loved how y'all have that energy about that means it matters. Like, they, yeah. they, they don't want this message across for some reason. Well, we're not going to fucking let that stop us. We're going to figure this out. But it wasn't careless either. It wasn't like we're still going to release it anyways, just without even, it's like, it just, it's it's cool. It's cool to see. It's cool to be a part of. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because it, it is. Like, I don't, I don't want to bash any multi-million dollar corporations or anything like that, but it is. It's, uh, we're just artists trying to tell stories yeah. You know what I mean? If you don't want that part in there, we edited it out. Yeah. You know, uh, otherwise th you can't tell that you're in there. Yeah. Oh, you know, sure. so it, it just, uh, yeah, it's it's strange to have to walk that line. This is the first time really having to do that. Yeah. Usually, I just don't give a shit. Fuck you. I'm yeah. cussing on my music. Yeah, there's a bunch of fuck and shit words in there, and I'm talking about sex, and I'm talking about this, and then I don't care. Yeah. It's free speech. Yeah, no, it's and it's dope. So now that now that it's just us again, like um, I wanted to dive into just some of the process that you personally went through because I thought, um, so we've talked about this on like uh, beers, bongs, and bullshit, and probably even on um, uh, concerned dabs together. But yep. um, to really be specific, now we we won't be sidestepping from it. <laughs> it's a, uh, you know. We went to Yakima to film this movie, and it was coordinating, what was it, 15, 17 people? Yeah. Um, from four different states? Yeah. Um, to all meet in one location for a weekend, which is not easy work, people. That is not easy to do. And then 
hoping that those people read their lines that they were given and practice them a little bit and then getting them to certain locations at certain times. Like, you know, some people are going to look at that weekend as a vacation. Some of them were looking at it as a job. Some, it was a lot of, a lot of different independent mind frames trying to be focused on one goal. And as the driver of the weekend, it was not easy. <laughs> it was Fuck no it, dude. Yeah. Like I got, uh, I just got so much empathy developed for just filmmakers in general, but y'all specifically, you and Ryan, just the patience you guys had and the composure you maintained during that weekend was impressive because, you know, it was fucking cold. It yeah. was like, and we were doing some outside scenes and not everybody could have a warm place to be at during those, during those waiting periods. And then we had, Long days, yeah, really long fucking days. I mean, you had days that started pretty damn early, and then they went pretty damn late, and yeah, like seven know, in the morning until yeah. fucking till one thirty in yeah. the morning. So it's like we got eat for like yeah, twenty people, minutes. People are hungry. People are cold. People are just everything, right? And like uh, it was, it was crazy to see it come together. And you know, being a part of the editing process with you, I was like, damn, you know, like some of these scenes you know because we affiliate the moment too we're not it's not just looking at the scene we're like everything we had to go through to get this yeah. scene done and working with things and then some people couldn't even uh fulfill like the entirety of the project they had to dip out at certain points and that's how i got my opportunity to do some sound you know it's like because the sound guy wasn't there so i was like oh shit had, we worked with what we had and we put together a, a masterpiece i believe and um I, I look forward to everything in the future. And now I finally, you made a believer of me of the fact that you can do this on your own. You can actually, great minds can come up with shit and actually make them happen. You don't have to wait around for other people to give you the opportunity. You fucking take that shit yourself. Yeah. Thanks, man. Cause that was my goal too is, uh, I talk a lot of shit, TJ. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I do about what I can do about what, I'm capable of, but it's not just me because I couldn't have done that on my own. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it is like that's, it's a different attitude with film because with my music, it doesn't fucking matter if this guy doesn't send me his verse, I'll write my own and fill yeah. in that space or somebody else will send me one. It doesn't matter if this guy's lollygagging on sending me the stems for the beat because Moses is ready to remake it yeah. and we can do that shit in an hour and that's all it fuck, you know? So... I have a much more independent fuck you, I don't care attitude with my music because I can do most of it on my own. Yeah. And this but, you had to you had to rely on dude, a lot of things that were out of your control. Yeah. And I And that's hard, yeah, dude. I yeah. got to see you you maintained very well, but I got to personally firsthand see your frustration stirring. Oh your, yeah. Your lack of patience developing and you luckily you never let it fucking uh show much or let it take control of you. You handled that well. Yeah. Especially under the circumstances. But like yeah, you had so many people to depend on Dude, to do their and, job. And I try to yeah. I try to just communicate effectively and sometimes I know I sound like an asshole, but it's like, no, I'm trying to I want to know this specific thing. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I don't want to beat around. I don't want to ask two more questions. I want to ask one, yeah. get the answer, and then we're going to move on. Yeah. But I remember that I was frustrated. We went to dinner, and I asked the fucking guy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, they got shrimp. I'm like, do you guys have cocktail sauce? You know what I mean? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, for sure. I'll, I'll get the shrimp, you know? 
And then when they brought the fucking shrimp out, they didn't have cocktail. I'm like, okay, they said they had cocktail sauce. Oh, actually, we're we're out. I'm like, okay, well, I asked the guy before I ordered it if you had it, and he didn't say you were out. And I was pissed. And I walked my ass all the way down to the fucking deli to go and get some, and then walk my ass all the way back. And Just, you still didn't eat it. Dude, yeah, <laughs> and the, the, the fucking shrimp was whack anyway, bro. I was like, yeah. man, and I don't want to shit on their casino a whole bunch of times, like, but it just, I was no, that, disappointed, that and I was frustrated. Was customer service. They had an opportunity to be honest or to investigate on their own rather than taking a risk and making you pay for it. Yeah, like, so was, I was frustrated, and it was showing then. Yeah, well, and see, that's, that's a beautiful you know? moment because we've talked about that many times because I love sharing that story, but... uh you know, that's something to hold into account for in people's experience as the artist on how to get these things accomplished. Like, that was one moment during that weekend that could have fucking set somebody off and ruined the whole thing. Like, I don't even want to do, like, that could have been, what do they call this, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Right? And we had a million of those moments. Oh, yeah, dude. And that's why I was, that that whole team of people, it was like, it was impressive. You yeah. Know, because, because none of it was easy. We had to do a lot of incognito work. Oh, we yeah, ninja. Did. Yeah, like, and we had eyes on us. Oh, bro, yeah, when we were outside the yeah. fucking bar, a goddamn cop pulled yeah. someone over. And came to talk to dude, us. Dude, yeah, <laughs> I thought he was going to sweat us, yeah. dude, and Ryan Craig played it real cool, yeah. so did Kyle He White. still tried to flex a bit, but it's like, you yeah. know, it's like he didn't... And security at certain locations pulling in. Luckily, they were cool. You know, it's like yeah. they gave us our time to finish, but they they didn't. They knew we weren't supposed to be there in some spots. At Totus Park too, five O kept pulling yeah. up, and I'm like, yeah. "Fuck, man!" They're, well, you, you know, know and we're quick. doing a we're doing a movie with women hardly wearing any clothes at certain scenes in public, and then we're we're going to different shoot locations while they're in costumes because so, we didn't have the luxuries of having changing rooms on these scenes. So they had to nah. shout out to those ladies. They had to leave prepared. And go through all that. And then we have fucking firearm scenes where they're being drawn on people in public areas too. Yeah. You know? it's like there was a lot of shit that we had to really be careful about doing. Yeah. Shout out to Leotis too, yes. man. If you hear this, bro, like he, he, you know, he really did a good job acting, but also just consulting us because he, he really did. He's like, okay, as soon as I take this coat off and everybody sees my <laughs> yeah. uniform and I start pulling my gun out, somebody's going to call the cops and they're going to show up. And that's yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah. no, You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, cool. And it was wonderful having, like, he killed his part yeah. so heavy. Like, yeah. Like, everything. Like, I'm just, I, I want people to see this shit so bad. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm pretty hype about it. And then, yeah, just, it is film. It's way more fun, but it, the process does require way more patience, and it's way more of a challenge because it, it, it is super easy for me to say, fuck everyone, I'll do it myself, and I don't care. But it's hard to be like, I, ca I can't say, fuck that guy, I need his help. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, I don't know, it's just always me personally as an artist. It's, it's, so it is, it, it's uh, good for me to have that attitude and it's good for me to be uncomfortable in order to grow as an artist. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. It is, a, I'm a process guy too, and I just fucking love that process on how tough it is. And then it's like, well, we're going to get what we get for this weekend and try to make it look dope afterwards in post, you know? Yeah. So it, uh, it's not really like that with music. I'm not, you know, like I have way more control and 
way more intent i guess you know and uh, there's just way more factors involved with filming yeah no so you want to be a filmmaker i know (laughs) dude like yeah well and that's i don't want to scare anybody away from it dude anybody anybody out there who's a musician who's or even if you're not a musician if you're just an artist in general and you feel like you want to write a script fucking do that shit yeah you know what i mean like i want to encourage everybody like that's why i'm i'm glad that you said that you i showed you it's possible because it is dude it is possible i talk a lot of shit but we can we can go and shoot this shit in a weekend and edit it ourselves and and distribute it ourselves market and promote it ourselves we don't need a whole bunch of money yeah we just need the people to show up and do the work man yeah yeah no and that that was it i mean like if i was gonna have any advice from the firsthand experience i got if you're gonna get into something like this start small to show yourself like because like myself right i'm like i want to get into some of this now i'm thinking about directing my well i guess i i got to direct your your music video yes which sir is coming in february yes sir um but for one of my own songs like writing a script for that and it's not going to involve myself as an actor in it but i'm like i'm starting small i want four actors tops and that's it so i could see if i can coordinate four of those lives to come and take the role seriously and get that for a music video yeah much shorter than a film and if i can do that of course it's going to instill a little bit of faith in myself and a little bit more hope of okay what's the next step you know i feel like if somebody were to jump into something like i need something with 40 actors and all this and it might be a little overwhelming unless you have the budget right um, but if you're going to build to that budget, like us regular people, you know, um, don't, don't bite off too much at once. Yeah, I agree. Like that's, I watched Ryan Craig direct two films that I acted in. Um, so now I wrote a script and I'm directing something that we're shooting and it's a, like a 10, 11 minute short, but it's in my tribe's language and I got to find Indians who really looked the part, you know what I mean? And it's dude it's fucking hard and but like i'm glad that i only have my cast is less than 10 people yeah my crew is less than five people so i mean i feel like it's doable yeah you know yeah your biggest challenges of course is getting them to take the script of language change serious yeah and then of course mother nature itself with the weather yeah and 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 those are things you got to consider too like everything things can it's impressive the amount of work that really goes in like when you have those gigantic studios and all that money it makes it a little easier and oh you gotta yeah appreciate the creativity but it takes away from a lot of that hard work that's really put into it oh hell yeah dude because i'm not i i pay you know what i mean if somebody's gonna be on camera for me i'm gonna pay them and if if they turn down the money then we're gonna trade some services of some sort i'll edit something for them or shoot something for them whatever but with these guys i'm not paying them a lot and most of these guys who are acting like a couple of them are my friends or my family like two or three but everyone else i've never really met or hung out with that much so i have to convince them that i'm serious and that we're actually going to do this and i need you to show up to practice for it and um it wasn't always easy to get people to take me serious. Yeah. Well, cause yeah, they you have know to what believe I mean? that it's real and you have to believe that they are for real. Yeah. Like, that the beginning stages gotta be tough. You know, Michael Bay's not going to have trouble recruiting people. Fuck no. Film. Yeah. You know, if I could pay people 10 K yeah. then it, it would be no problem at all. Each yeah. person like, no 10 K for one day. Yeah. Okay. 
here's the fucking you got to show up for all of this shit for this 10k it's like do the math each thing you show up for is worth 500 bucks for each day at least yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so and and that's that's it man like i love it i love seeing it i want to wrap this one up because i think we got some good shit for but i don't want to leave it without you telling the people what is dirty dog what is it uh, why the, should i watch it the, uh, man i to, to me fuck dude i like the way you you recapped it dude i can't remember what you said but it is it's uh it's like is it a guy who ran out of options or is it a guy who discovered he has options um for me i just feel like it's a really dope story it's fiction but it's authentically indigenous and um authentically sex work too man i've, I've been a strip club dj and just the way the shit is told is it's that's how it goes down you know so um if you want to see and, and i like that word too raw if you want to see a fucking raw movie a res hog film watch dirty dog by ryan craig oh yeah all right and we'll keep you updated of course on release dates and everything currently they have the movie trailer available on amazon prime that we'll be exchanging it for a different trailer it sounds like soon but um you can check the igs uh Katie Kane's IG, which is at Petrelli A282. So that's P E T R E L L I 82. And then uh, you got, uh, of course, this page, True Views with a Z, 509. Um, True Reviews with a Z, um, the George Flopez page. Um, and of course, the BBB Pod 509 page, because um, this is all stemming together, man. We're a fucking circle of support around here. Yeah, yeah, man. We're still squad, man. We're still squad. All right, y'all, stay tuned for more true reviews and interviews.